Welcome to the Harry D Podcast. Hello, everyone. My name is Harrison, and welcome to the first episode of the Harry D Podcast. With me is my good friend and co-host of the show, DJ. Hello. How is everybody tonight? It's not like you can answer, but you know. Yeah, you know, they can't really answer, but they understand. They understand. Now, it is just our first show, but we already have our first sponsor of the show, Beatty Custom Turkey Calls. I know that seems a little strange, but it's a new company that just got started by a good friend of mine, uh, Trevin. It's based out of Oklahoma, and if you want more information on it, go look him up on Instagram at Beatty Custom Calls. So... How exactly, one, I've never used a duck call. I don't even know exactly how they work. I had a buddy that uh, when we were still, you know, living in, in the barracks and whatnot, uh, he he had a duck call. He was really into to hunting yeah. and, and, and was it called skeet shooting and stuff like that where you have the shotgun. Yeah, pull. yeah. yeah I, he had ducks on his wall that he stuffed that he got on base. Like there's a, there's a, hunting areas on base because base was massive but he shot the ducks right shot the ducks had <laughs> yeah. stuff on his wall first arm comes in he's just like what what are these and i'm like i don't i don't know he's just looking at his big old birds so i don't know how bird calls work in general or when you would want to use them the only time i've ever seen people use them is when that you know like obviously they're hunting but like they're yeah. sitting in a what's it called? What are those things? Uh, the little leaf suit things that they uh, got where the, the ghillie suits, yeah, ghillie suits, right? Ghillie suits. So, the only other time I've ever seen anybody really use a ghillie suit is in like airsoft. And I mean, yeah, I love yeah. airsoft. I mean, I know you do, Harrison. We, we both do, yeah, it's a big passion of ours, right? Right, but like, I've never put on a ghillie suit, you know, like I've, I've, I, I've worked with people who've used them and I've seen them and I've I've made stuff like it, but not exactly a proper ghillie suit. Yeah, I've seen uh, several different versions of the ghillie suit. Some of them have a, a lot of moss on them. I use moss for a lack of better term. Uh, other times, they I seem very bare of it. Know what it is? Yeah, I don't remember it either. But it's like they—I've seen them to where they either have a lot of grass on them or just none really at all. Mm-hmm. And I—I I gotta say, there was one time at um the old field with our buddies in Ohio uh, right. one of our friends um, took my brand new uh, VSS Ventores from LCT that I had just got and started test firing it Ooh, and fancy, uh, fancy. yeah shooting it shooting it at a bush just to see how it shoots and all that well then the damn bush stood up and started walking towards us and it was a guy in a ghillie suit <laughs> the bush starts walking and talking and it's like ah yeah, we were all gangster till we saw the bush shut up. But the guy, yeah, just, he, he was Everybody in the open play. He was in the open play playing, and um, he just he got up, thought he got hit, and walked to us. And we were like, "Oh, dude, we're so sorry." He, he was a good sport about it. He understood that his gear was just so good. We thought it was an actual one. We thought it was an yeah, actual I mean, bush. I, and I feel like that's the good point of it. Like you see all these dudes who spray their guns, you know, get all the type high speed gear. But if you can make yeah. something work with something so minimal, I feel like that's a better use of your time. Yeah. And it, it all depends on the environment around you. Like, um, uh, for anybody that doesn't know me and DJ, we do a lot of airsoft events called, uh, Milsim West. And we did one in Oklahoma, uh, 
this time last year and our first night if you remember it where we were posted up against that tree with all that foliage around us and then some mm-hmm. of them uh, other team just started walking towards us not knowing yeah, that was there. pretty funny they literally was, did not see us that was we that was an amazing sitting. experience because i remember you just standing up and saying open fire once we knew they were the enemy and like we started <laughs> shooting 15 other people started shooting at them they didn't have a good time that night yeah, because I could see them, and because we had it was like very low light. There, we couldn't see anything, but I I heard yeah. something in the bushes, and I was really trying to sleep, but I was too cold. Yeah, and I was like, what is that? And 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 our, one of our friends, you know, uh, you know, he was like, oh, it's it's probably just an animal because on this specific area that we were playing in, they were there were zebras, you know, probably not yeah, zebras. zebras. Somehow zebras in the middle of Oklahoma is hilarious. Yeah, because that makes sense. But he actually <laughs> had like deer and stuff like that. We saw something. We couldn't confirm what it was, but it was it was out there and it was big. It was making weird ass noises. And that's how I found the dudes. And I'm like, uh, who are they? And they just walking and talking and they're just like, we did like, the we did the we did the call sign and the they didn't do the right counter. Because so it was just like, all right, we peeked up. It was like, they're right there, open fire. Yeah, it, 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 they got mowed down. Like we hilarious. yelled, uh, well, it wasn't us. It was somebody with us yelled Joe, and they were supposed to say exotic back, and they didn't say exotic. So that's how we immediately knew it's NATO, which we were on the Rust Four side because we use Rust Four gear. I mean, see, that's another thing with gear, though. Like, we, back to the ghillie suit thing. Like, gear can be so, uh, at least in the terms of airsoft, it's. I would rather have functionality over flattery. And what I mean yeah. by that is, like, I could take like a fifty-dollar high-speed helmet from Amazon, and I know that this high-speed helmet from Amazon is always going to be fifty dollars. Why? Because it's not, it's not exactly something that everybody wants because it's, you know, it's thin little plastic. It looks good. It works good. It's my helmet. You know, it works yeah. for me. I'm not yeah. paying like $200 for, you know, the real steel deal because you know, it's airsoft and I, I need my gear to reflect how I'm going to play it. If it gets banged yeah. around and beat up, I already have two, three more pairs of that. You yeah. Know? I, I get what you mean. I, um, I, I always use gear that I feel more comfortable in than I think I look better in. Like, exactly. If you should always have gear that you're comfortable in rather than what looks good. Yeah. Like if I wear a uh, pair of pants that I think fit well, but if they look a little goofy, I'm not going to care that much. As long as like I'm not looking like I'm wearing the baggiest pants ever. If they're a little loose and I have a belt, that's fine with me. That's how I already run it. You want and your I've pants had no issue. You don't want you don't want them, you know, hugging hugging your yeah. Jimmy and John's. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. I'm not trying to uh, split the pair of pants like I did a few years ago when uh, oh, I went God. to Ohio and did airsoft. I, I think I split I like had, two I or had three that pairs. When, that, Dude, that it night, sucks. That night that it was like freezing and our guns froze over, and I was like, Yeah. I said that. I was like, the night before, it's gonna be freezing cold. Sleep with your rifles. And all of you looked at me like I was nuts. And you're like, oh no, you know, you don't need to. It's just airsoft. And you convinced me. And then I wake up, my gun's <laughs> frozen. I was like, I knew it. 
to be to be fair our batteries they still all worked our gun still did. shot the same um i i heard what you said about sleep with your gun i thought you just meant have it like within like half a second grabbing distance i didn't no, know no, I meant, like, in in the sleep bag. <laughs> now if it helps i did take my boots off to sleep like you said take your boots yeah. off to sleep and, and it, it, it was it, it felt moderately better my feet were still freezing because it was like i think maybe 28 degrees at yeah, most and just thinking about good. it right now it makes me chatter a little bit i'm, I'm a little cold now. <laughs> just thinking your about feet it you're always going to be cold but it's only when you're awake when you go to sleep you're not going to feel it you're going to wake up and your face will be cold but your feet will be fucking warm i i, I barely i barely slept I'm, I'm never going to not bring a sleeping bag to those events ever again. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm so glad I brought a sleeping bag. And then we even, me and Angel, uh, one of our other buddies, if anybody knows him, uh, we went to Walmart the day prior and got him a sleeping got bag. Got the sleeping bag, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> just That's because like I knew that it was like we were going to need some sort of blanket system like that. At least something oh, yeah, that wraps over you. Crazy. And like I, I basically slept full kit minus uh, my uh, body armor and my vest, and of course my helmet. Everything else I slept in. Like I had my, um, uh, I had my winter Telniashka on, the long sleeve one that I have. Um, I, I wore, yeah. Uh, well, you can't get one like I got. Uh, my cousin went to Moscow a few years ago. And he got it from there, and eventually he just gave it to me because he knew I did I, airsoft and all that. I wish we could. I could make a shirt like a custom Tamiashka that was like red and black, specifically for. Yeah, that would be really freaking cool. It, it would be a mixture of the. Uh, it would be a mixture of like the um, uh, the motor vehicles division of uh, Russia and the the Rosgard uh, Spetsnaz of Russia. Yeah, that's entirely what I'm going for. Like you know, we're an operating force that's different, but we're a division of. You know the U the new USSR callbacks. Oh, that, to, that's uh, kind of that's kind of been very much phased out throughout the years, just because. Uh, I would rather that's what got me into it, and I'd rather have that, you know, than than anything else. But that's just like really debating on like what it is that I want. You know, the history of all the old stuff. And I would rather be in our own set universe than pretending to be in like the, the say the Russian Federation or anything. Not sponsored, but shout out to uh, uh, Patch Panel Canada. They're great dudes. They make a lot of sick patches. I bought a 511 tactical patch for them. And yeah, it's in Russian and it fits my uh, whole gear uh, setup and aesthetic. But yeah, uh, like I was saying, shout out to Patch Panel. Honestly, like Patch Panel CA, Canada, you know, sponsored, not sponsored, wish, hopefully. Um, Someday. Shit, I'd honestly take being sponsored by wish.com. Don't knock yeah. wish.com for talk shit. I don't care what anyone says. That that shit is goaded. We, we still get patches from um, Wish and AliExpress. I got my first technical airsoft helmet, which was a, a six shot maybe not six shaw something six shaw maybe uh just the world war ii soviet helmet that had the big red star on it i got that from wish.com you know what uh, now that it, i think about it, it effective <laughs> wish.com not only hooked it up for these 
no, not Wish, I think it was AliExpress, but those, uh, I can't even show you those pictures, but like in my, my Milsim rifles that I use, they're, they're both yeah. camoed and sprayed, but the top dust covers are railed. And I got oh. those for like two bucks and they fit yeah. on most of my AKs. And most of my yeah, AKs they're are- they're pretty durable too, right? And they're LCTs pretty durable is a too, right? Company, so it, it makes sense. Yeah. It's, it's, it's all pretty durable too, right? Oh yeah, dude, I was banging it around at Milsim West. I think it like, it broke at one point because I like fell or something. I taped it with some electrical tape, got the job done. <laughs> that, that, that's relatively what they would probably have to do in the field. Like over in Ukraine right now, if they fall over and something breaks, they're like, all right, electrical tape. Pretty much, dude, electrical I, tape I think, is goaded. It's, it's I you think can that's... use it for so much, but I was I was getting to a point, but uh, the, oh, the wish.com thing, I got, a, I got a shield from them too. It was like, oh. I didn't even, I thought they scammed me or whatever. One day in the mail, my wife is just like, oh, hey, you got this package. And I'm like, what is it? And it's just a big ass box. I was like, no. And it's <laughs> like, it's my shield. <laughs> I'm like, yes. Still have that shield. It's a great looking shield. I love it. But you were saying, is, Harrison, it, is, I'm it, sorry. Like a, is it like a riot shield? Yeah, dude, it's a full riot shield. Full, full riot shield. How much Little uh, window and everything. It's what I want to use if I'm practicing for like the like the CQB riot shield training drills and shit like that for airsoft, obviously. Yeah, obviously. But yeah, that's that's, no. that's awesome. If it's like a full-on riot shield that just works. Yeah, no, it's it's amazing. I, I'm thinking the next time we do a, a trip with the rest of the guys, you know, we should we should uh, incorporate some of the stuff like that because there's a lot of good stuff that I want to hit up and and you know find out for ranges yeah if you, if you guys ever make your way uh back over here or even if it's just you we could definitely take that over to the local uh field that's about 45 minutes away and oh yeah um, most definitely i actually want to put a spotlight on that field uh real quick um the rock airsoft and bolivar uh bolivar missouri it it's amazing expansive i've only been there once uh for the star wars airsoft event i did back in i believe october and I, it was everything I wanted in an airsoft field and more. There was a nice central location where like city gunfights happen, where a lot did happen and I got shot a lot. There was a whole quarry where like there's a, a lake next to it and there's actual buildings you can go inside where there was a firefight that I was a part of. There's an old western town. Um, there is an, uh, a wooded section where like the rebel base that I was on, I was on the rebels, the rebel base was in the woods and it was, it was just amazing being there. And like the people that run it, they're nice people. The people that ran the star Wars event were nice people. Uh, the next star Wars event is in the owner's home state of, uh, Wisconsin, I believe. So I'm not sure if I'll be able to make that because it's in May. Uh, but I was at least glad to be part of the first Star Wars Airsoft event because he's wanting to make this a series and have like a whole storyline with it all. And I'm Hopefully just, I'm, next time we can go as either clones or mandos. Well, I mean, it's, it's, um, there are mandos, uh, but it's original trilogy time. It's like Rebels, Empire. There's the smugglers slash outlaws that you can also be where you basically just do whatever you want. Uh, there's the Mandalorians where they take jobs from people or they just straight up kill you because they want to. And then of course the rebels and the empire. And, um, <clears throat> you actually get a sign on bonus for whichever side you sign with. 
Like, I don't remember how many credits like what, I credits got. Credits and stuff like that? Yes, actual credits. Like, 3D printed physical credits that you hold. Oh, that's sick. Wait, what if I 3D print my own credits? How, what's that's that? counterfeit. You can't do that. I, dude, yeah, I can. They never said that I can't counterfeit credits. I'm pretty sure it would destabilize the, the market. That's the whole thing. I'm a smuggler. My whole thing is to destabilize the market. No, no the smuggler... The, um, I was... Uh, with han solo like i met a guy that was han solo there he was a cool guy um i met him before the event the day before when i went to go register because i knew i wouldn't be there immediately for registration the day next or the day yeah the next day so i met him while he was still setting up they had a whole sabak table they had a drink system where it was like kool-aid mixed with energy drinks but they, they called it something to help you get a pickup it was it but was all they really didn't have cool. actual alcohol though did they no it was a family event they're not gonna have alcohol well and yeah it, you can have be, a two drink minimum that would be a terrible idea for it to be hot and also for it to be alcohol fueled and for airsoft guns to be involved i don't know when i get my own field we'll, we're gonna be running things my way or the you'd highway have to, you'd probably have to see some uh, some legal counsel on that end <laughs> probably, probably all, that whole event it was it was amazing to be a part of it um i actually they had uh, another faction that they uh called the indigenous people of the the planet that they called uh bolivar uh they had them they were called the bolivos but people kept like mispronouncing it or not knowing how to pronounce it they called them bolivians bolivios bolivos shit like that and um they were their main goal was to just shoot anybody that moved, like, more than the Mandalorians. But eventually, like, the squad I was a part of, um, shout out to Rogue Squadron, y'all my boys in that event. Um, we, like, made a friendship with them. And they, like, helped us raid Imperial positions and capture an ISB agent and all that. And they gave us kyber crystals, like, they had kyber crystals on necklaces, and I've got mine in my car. I got a white kyber crystal, and I need to get a white lightsaber to go with it. Does the kyber crystal actually work in like like one of those NeoPixel lightsabers or it, something? It doesn't. It's just it's it's for RP effect, you know. Oh. But it's still well, really. Could you cool. be a Jedi? I'm. I don't think you can sign up for that. Um, there was a Jedi, but he was part of the whole admin team. And it was for the RP's sake and all that. Like, uh, the bounty hunters got their hand on a uh, HK droid. If you know what that is, it's from the Old Republic times. I do um, not. And they were trying to get the ISB agent after we took him back to our camp for interrogation. Well, there was a whole standoff with the Jedi telling them they can't come close. And we didn't know the guy was a Jedi at first until he used the force on the... Um, HK droid who was trying to advance and like push past him, he pushed him back, and then he told How the them heck to does leave. that even work, dude? It, it's for RP. It was it was cool. Well, to no, see. no, no. I mean, like, how does he activate the force? Does he go whoosh force powers? You know, like how does, as, how does as far as I know that? from what I saw, because I only saw like the last bit of it. Um, he just he put his hand up and pushed forward, and it it made the HK droid go back. He had the force. All right then. I, I mean, I got I get if, it, if it works, it works. You know. It, it was all RP. It was it was really cool to see. Um, on the way for them to walk to the start of the camp, we had like a tree line set up. 
uh, where we had our uh, guards because we were we had guards posted everywhere. I was one of the guards that was posted because we knew the Empire was going to come and try and grab him. Well, somebody accidentally set up a, an airsoft claymore, kind of like what we had at Blast Camp in uh, Indiana, and the guy messed up trying to set it up and it accidentally went off and hit the HK droid and we all just kind of looked at each other awkwardly, awkwardly and just we had a laugh about it and said okay that doesn't count Bruh, I mean I, I guess you know it, it was just it was a lot of fun you know how do you I mean, how was how was your local how was your local field uh back in I think it was California yeah yeah that's in. when I was still uh, a manager uh, at the airsoft field of Camp Pendleton at um Camp Pendleton's a base in California, but it was Modern Airsoft, you know, shout out to Modern Airsoft. They gave me my foot in the door for the admin portion of there. I will always have a big respect for uh, the managerial staff, you know, Katie, uh, Xavier, uh, Maxim, people I learned from, you know, it was a really good time. I worked there for almost a year, uh, had a lot of influential people. And, you know, I was, I, I feel like I was very influential. People knew me. Everybody was like, hey, that's DJ, you know, he's yeah. the guy in Atex pants, you know, um, it's, it's good that you're known for the ATAX pants. We had a lot of interesting stuff. Say again? I said it was good that you were known for the ATAX pants. That, that's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, no, people people knew. Because they were like, yeah, he's a Russian dude. He plays. They're like, DJ, when are you going to get in here and play? I was like, I'm working my butt off, man. I, I can't really play. You know, we had some events. We did, uh, we helped host that, uh, what is it called? The, um, dang it. Squid Games event. Yeah, yeah, it was big in the, big in the Squid Games. Not my thing, but I understand why people are like, oh, yeah, he's good. Yeah, yeah, I get what you mean. But it was good. It was good. You know, I worked with a couple of buddies. I, I had a lot of good time. I met a lot of good people. Um, yeah. You know, other people that I would want to get into business with, some guys that are, like, really down to help the cause for both pushing the airsoft thing forward. Because I'm a very technical person when it comes to airsoft. I always want to push that little bit to the limit so you know i was in the process of making a like a 3d printed uh, airsoft bomb that would you know make noise explode pop yeah. beads everywhere. yeah something to add effect and all that yeah yeah yeah. because it's it's all about the immersion right if you want if you want immersion that's cool like you know like the mando suits that are like modern armor of the samurai that's modern armor but i want the functionality to be there you know yeah. so i would rather have something that looks cool but also functions like it should that's why if I ever get to like a big event, I want to be able to have like, you know, hey, this is your no joke airstrip and it's like a patch of dirt and six A-10 RCs filled to the brim with airsoft BBs and a patrol yeah. wandering around and you, you're you just throwing mortars and they, they call yeah. for our, uh, an artillery or air support and you're just flying your little A-10 RC, stringing them from BBs. Well, you're like, yeah. well, how do I take that down? How would you normally take an A-10 down? You wouldn't, but for airsoft purposes. Yeah, you wouldn't. wouldn't. The A-10 would take you down, and you would know it. You, <laughs> you would hear, you would hear, and then everything would turn black. Yep, every everything would go just. Side note: I had the chance to see one of those in real life as it tore up the ground. That little thing in movies where it's like. <laughs> that sound is the barrel spinning in the air all of the shots hitting the ground and then the bird flying over in like 
that whole sequence it is amazing i love it yeah i love it great sound I, I always like seeing it in like call of duty especially on call of duty ghost when you pilot like i'm um, a, a remote one i always mm -hmm. thought the sound was so cool and as far as i know everyone that hears it in some regard thinks it's amazing it is it's a great sound it's just the it, the, the funny thing to me though is it's done by a washing machine company <laughs> a washing machine company it's just multiple functionality. Gonna, multiple functionality. Yeah, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna build a gun and then turn it into a flying death machine. Yeah, <laughs> and um, like I, you were talking about like all the like if there was an airsoft A10 and uh, stuff like that. Have you seen the video of like Russian airsoft where they have like all of their vehicles present? Like even as far as I know, even like the Mi8s and stuff like that to like fly. No, people? I don't think I have. I, I can't remember the exact name of it. I think it's called Armor Wars, but it's over mm -hmm. in Russia, and it's like I think they take some aspects of like their their military Disneyland, if you know what that is, like their big theme park where you actually fly or not fly, but you get to like use the military vehicles and stuff like that. No, I haven't. I have seen the things where it's like, oh, play tank paintball. But well, I mean, I, yeah, I've seen that, but I mean. Paintball is nothing compared to airsoft. I, I stand by yeah, that every day. I mean, yeah, but in a tank, dude. I want to play tank paintball. That's crazy. Oh, are you meaning like shoot paint rounds from a tank at other tanks? Yes. Okay, yeah, that's totally different. I thought you were meaning. That's, like, I'm pretty sure it's in Texas too. Now that I think about it. I thought you were just meaning like there's a tank and you play air or paintball around it. No, no, no. But that also is really cool to have like vehicles in your airsoft things. You know, have the, yeah. the, the tagging rounds, shooting at them, blowing up and stuff. Yeah. At the um, uh, the Armor Wars in Russia, they actually use like their, their BTRs, their APCs, uh, their BMPs, their T80s, T90s, stuff like that. Well, probably not T90s because those are still in active use. More probably like T72s, stuff like that. Right, but right. They, they use like actual vehicles and they get people around on their arm their like fire missions and all that like mm -hmm. i think it's like their version of our milsim west except they have a lot more stuff to offer vehicle wise because you think about it like how big is russia's military how big was the soviet military it was massive and they still have mm -hmm. a large surplus of stuff that they can just free use so they they do that well probably not anymore with all the stuff they got going on well, I mean, like, I'm talking about, like, once stuff happened over in the Soviet Union, Russia, they they probably had or sold some of their equipment to gain their economy back. So mm -hmm. just private usage or private users, they just use their equipment for that. They're like, oh, I can make a quick buck if I give these silly war nerds this to use. You know, side note, I really hate hearing that in the start of the Airsoft games. <laughs> We are silly war nerds playing silly war games. It's like, yeah, I get it, but if you can't separate, you know, airsoft from reality, I, I feel like that's a personal issue. Yeah, just... getting getting heated with airsoft is a big issue with the community. I understand, like, you get shot, it's gonna hurt. You might get a little agitated, like, hmm, that hurts. But like, there's like these, some of these airsoft fight videos. Top seen, ten most dramatic yeah. airsoft fights. You know, it's just it's way too much, man. You're blowing out of proportion, and I feel like it's all just a, a clout thing. Yeah, especially like mm -hmm. I understand like if somebody just if you get shot and somebody just keeps shooting you over and over and over after you've said hey i'm hit or you've raised your hand or you're throwing your dead rag out but mm -hmm. like if you get shot like three times that's not them excessively shooting you that's them shooting you to make sure hey you're down 
Like that is a confirm. That is a confirmed yeah. kill. There's sometimes where like I might get hit in the the plate carrier or not plate carrier, but the body armor, and I might not feel it initially because I'm too focused on shooting at somebody else. So then I get shot two more times with it. I'm like, oh, okay, I got hit. Yeah, I mean it sucks, and it, like it happens to all of us. You know, it's not something anyone enjoys getting shot multiple times, but like. You want that, like, hey, that, that's the only problem with airsoft. The problem with paintball is people overshooting just to overshoot and just yeah. ruining your clothes. But the airsoft is more of like a, a tactical aesthetic. That's why speed yeah. softers just make no sense to me. I like, know. Absolutely It, it doesn't in the slightest. Like, if you're going to do speed soft, why not just do paintball? It's because they don't want to get hurt. It's literally just because they don't want to get hurt. And for any speed softers listening, I have speed soft before. Do not like it. I do. I've done it. It's cool and all, and I understand it, and I respect the people who do it as a sport, as a legitimate sport for teams. But that I want that same energy, but for airsoft dudes. Instead of having like, oh, who can get shot the yeah. fastest? I want who can have the most tactics in such a tight space. Like, hey, you got to get in there, extract one of your guys, breach this door, boom, give you a hooligan tool, pop it open. Boom, shotgun the door. Bop, 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 bop. You Go might want to explain what a hooligan tool is for anybody that doesn't know. Okay, so a hooligan tool is for your hooligans when you got to go out for the boog. It's a metal rod. Uh, metal, yeah, metal rod that looks like a crowbar, but has a pry bar onto it. And you use it as a counterweight to bash, pry, or smash open doors, windows, and... Oh, there's another one. Doors, windows. That's another entry point. Yeah, no, I guess that's, it's just doors or windows. Yeah, that's kind of it. Doors or windows. Oh, garages. Garage doors. I mean, that's still a door, though. Oh, yeah. that That's potato, potato, you know? True, true. But yeah, you know, hooligan tools. Yeah. I, I get what you mean. Um, I, I sometimes feel like Speedsoft and Airsoft should be, like, two separate sports, but then I also think, like, well, that's just overcomplicating it. And right, so right. that's less people to do airsoft, so you get less games, you get less people, less people doing the sport. And I use sport in the term as, like, it's physical, people enjoy it, there's a big community. I'm not saying, like, oh, it's on the level of the NFL or the MLB. It's 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 a sport like that. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, But I want it to be there. Remember when, like, oh my CSGO God, yes. was getting shown in fucking uh, Buffalo Wildlings? The first yes. game during like i want that before airsoft it's like oh well what's yeah. this it's like then you're watching from head cam footage this dude just peeks a corner drops this guy in the face and he goes down and he's like using the the explosive the explosive paint the explosive bb rounds they they're yeah that gives me an idea for later but yeah you know stuff <laughs> like that it's just like hey you're getting hit your tags like all right cool you know this this is happening to you and you understand and you're you're going through it you know what i mean yeah it's it's a lot of fun to um like well i don't want to say a lot of fun it's it's nice to think about like what if airsoft got that big to the point to where it's like a mainstream form of entertainment like that and like it's it's really cool watching people's footage on like youtube and seeing like oh they do this i do that instead but i understand yeah, why but they see, did that's this. the thing there's a, there's a difference between having something that's edited and and looks good and montage and craziness and then there's another between having a live footage and you have to make yeah. that split yeah. second decision it's like hey am i gonna win is my team gonna be in the finals that's why i was trying to work with these guys here in uh where i live for uh, a competition event but you know uh i yeah. have to work with uh the, the 
sponsor on a, on you know other sponsor G G two. You know, hopefully someday we get sponsored by them but... the podcast. Huh? I said hopefully the podcast gets sponsored by them eventually. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that would be the goal. But that is that's what we're trying to get. You know, I want I yeah. want to professionalize the sport. You know, it you got to learn to walk before you crawl, but you got to learn to dance before you can walk. Yeah, that makes complete sense. But I also don't know what you're talking about. But it would be really cool to have like five v five or six v six like tournament brackets. Like yeah, like I was we thinking sixty six stuff like we had, that. We had our like... squad going against a completely other squad from somewhere mm-hmm. else. We had there's people from all over the country just going against each other because yep. like I I as much as airsoft can bring out some really sweaty tryhards and like some very angry pissed off people it also brings out really great people yeah like, but see that's, that's a good thing like if, yeah. if, if we have an event we set it up which is what I, w- I would want to be in a building you know where we can manipulate the entirety of the field and change it completely yeah. 180 so nobody yeah. has like any set and do that like the day the night before the absolute yeah. night before so no one has any thoughts processes or anything when it comes to like the uh the way the field goes and how it goes you know yeah yeah i get what you mean and um like like i said it brings out the best in people sometimes like shout out to my boy horace uh he has become a really great friend of mine just because of mutual friends and us doing airsoft together i love that dude he is awesome uh you guys should check out his youtube channel call sign horace on youtube um he is like i said one of the best people i've met through airsoft um i've met some like even complete and other strangers at milson west whenever we were in the facebook group planning all this shit and all that there was this guy i believe his name was hunter who also did um uh also wore emr digifloor camouflage just like me and uh angel and like that oh, stood weird. out to me really stood out to him you were so weird for that it 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 it's just our kits. I still prefer EMR camouflage to ATAX FG every day of the week, just because of the no, aesthetic. Gross. I would a hundred percent rather have ATAX. The same thing what you're saying though, like meeting people. I met this dude who I took those uh, those dope. I, like he had a set of thirty uh, ones, like a monocular thirty one night vision. For those don't who don't know, they're white phosphorus. And he took some dope pictures of me with my AK. Yeah, I, re- I remember awesome. seeing that too. Yeah, he's cool. His name is uh, um, Max, Matt. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, Matt, my bad. And uh, he, I have him on Snapchat, you know? He, he's yeah. a good dude. He was good. He followed me on Instagram, saw some of my posts that I made with, uh, you know, LCT. And mm-hmm. yeah, it was good. Yeah. And uh, like the event, I went to the Star Wars one. Um, one of the guys that was also there who, like, I asked, like, hey, is there somebody I can squat up with and all that? He was like, yeah, you can squat up with me and my friends. And uh, his name's Wyatt. He's a really cool dude. Um, the entire time, we were just completely on beat. Uh, anytime something was needed for the squad, because I wanted to be a squad leader because I had the experience of, like, bigger milsims. But I also understood that I wasn't picked to be a squad leader because this was my first time at this field. And him and his friends, they go to the open place. So I am uh, squatted up with them. Uh, all of our chemistry was kind of on point. Uh, anytime they needed something done, because I had to use one of their like LMGs. Uh, I don't remember the name of the gun. It was some British gun, but it was an LMG. Uh, they needed support fire. I was there. And um, 
I just, I told him like, hey, you guys were awesome. I appreciate y'all letting me be with y'all. And he's like, yeah, dude, you were a real trooper. Just the good communication in the community, it's its the best thing to me. Yeah, and it's, it's always nice to have that like level of communication in the way you airsoft, you know? Yeah. yeah. It, it just helps build that sense of camaraderie. And you, you want that, especially in your airsoft stuff, you know? Yeah, big time. And like, as the sport grows, um, there's gonna be bad people that show up, but it's I mean, my yeah. advice to my advice to anyone getting into airsoft or wanting to get into it: tune out the negative influences and find the good positive vibes. Because yeah, you yeah. the sport will be a billion times better if you find a good group of people to hang out with, or even one other person, and you two just rock. It, it's it's amazing. Yeah, yeah, I would I would agree, but uh. Uh, that's where we're going to wrap it up for today. Uh, yeah. So thank you guys for tuning in. For those who did, uh, I've been D. I, I am Harry. And we will catch you next time. Okay. Have a good Bye. one.